going on guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast and today I'm talking about multiple streams of revenue, why it's important, but why it can also be a curse if done wrong, okay? And I know this is a podcast for people in the service industry, whether you own a cleaning business, uh, if you're a roofer, lawn care, uh, plumber, real estate agent, whatever you are, if you're servicing people, this is for you. And, you know, we do a lot of marketing talk and stuff like that on here, but I also am doing stuff like this where I'm talking about life. I'm talking about how to uh, increase your financial situation, right, at a personal level. Because I believe personal and business finances go hand in hand. And I have learned some lessons through this that I'm going to tell today about multiple streams of revenue and how I think it's going to save some of you. So, First off, multiple streams of revenue is the only true way to financial freedom, okay? It just is. To become, and I'm talking about to become wealthy, right? Like freedom of your time, have a ton of money to spend on whatever it is. Maybe you want to give it away. Maybe you want to have nice things, materialistic things. Uh, Maybe you just want to be safe from a financial crisis. Whatever it is, multiple streams of revenue is the true way to get there, right? <clears throat> Forgive me, I have a little bit of a cold today, but so I'm gonna back up a little bit. So when I was little, I'm talking like uh, seventh grade, I moved to a, a new town and one of my best friends, uh, his dad was deep into real estate, still is today. And he used to always tell me, I mean, we, they lived on the lake, we were over there every single day and we couldn't do anything without working for it, right? Like we couldn't go out in the boat unless we helped him dig holes for a sprinkler system or he used to flip houses, go help him, you know, carry crap out of the house and throw it in the dumpster, whatever it was. But literally almost every time I saw him, he would say this one thing. He would said, early on, you're gonna have to work hard for your money. But once you accumulate money, you have to figure out how to make it work hard for you. I've never forgot that. One reason is because he never stopped saying it, but two, because it is so impactful. Like we are all out there working so hard to earn a buck, but once we earn a couple bucks, we've got to figure out how to make that money go to war and work for us, right? So that's what today's all about. So I'm gonna start off first talking a little bit about why it can actually be a curse to have multiple streams of revenue too early on, okay? And I'll tell you a story. Um, what happened to me. So first, when you're focusing on too many things at once early on, like if you have a, a brand new business and you're like, I want multiple you know, streams of revenue. Well, dude, you can't, not successfully because your first business isn't even doing anything substantial, okay? So when you focus on too much at once and you're not far enough ahead with that first income stream, you're not going to be able to grow either one. Okay, let me tell you a story. My first year owning the Dirt Hunter, my service company, about uh, probably six to nine months in, there was a, a local 24-hour gym and a friend of mine actually owned it. And he was basically selling it off for the worth of the equipment. It had customers. Uh, it wasn't making a bunch of money, but it also wasn't really being worked. So six to nine months in my brand new business, I buy this, right? And I'm thinking, dude, this is a perfect, you know, second stream of revenue. Well, about a month in, I realized, oh crap, 
Like I'm sucking really bad at running a service company and a gym. Why? Because my service company was barely doing anything. And so what I realized was now I just own two businesses that basically do nothing, okay? It's impossible to have the time for two things when you're just getting started. And so you have to go all in on your first stream, period, okay? If you do happen to get two uh, streams of revenue or whatever it is going, you can't offer a good experience to either person or either company, right? With either company. So I'm a big believer in offering a great customer experience. I'm just telling you right now, it's a proven fact that when you're doing too many things, you're not doing any of them well. That is why multiple streams of revenue, if done too early, is a curse. Too many guys are starting too early. They're getting bored with their business or whatever it is. And they're like, dude, I want to add something else. I want to make more money. If you are early on in your first income stream, the way you make more money is by growing that first income stream. <clears throat> okay, plain and simple. So a good time to start thinking about multiple streams of revenue. When is that? First off, you have to make sure your primary source of income is thriving. I'm not talking about just doing well or average. It has to be thriving. It has to be gushing cash. Like you gotta be stacking money in the bank, okay? That's, that's when you start to think about, keyword, think about a second stream of revenue, okay? If that first income stream is not creating a bunch of cash for you, you are nowhere near ready to start thinking about the next thing, okay? You need to make sure your primary income is systemized or able to be maintained with multiple streams. It's important. Most people think they need to quit their mainstream in order to get more streams with more potential. Okay, I did this early on. I almost canned the Dirt Hunter because I saw other people doing other things that I thought had more potential. But what I realized was those people got to those things because the very first thing they did got them there. Okay. And so again, it all goes back to that first stream. I kept Dirt Hunter. I focused solely on this business for three and a half, four years. That's all I did. To the point, as an entrepreneur, us as entrepreneurs are always thinking of new businesses. I forced myself to focus solely on my company and think about nothing else for so long that I literally almost forgot like how to be an entrepreneur in a way. Like I almost forgot what it felt like to dream about building other things but that's how you have to be early on. If you're not like that, you're not gonna be focused and nothing's gonna, if it does grow, it's gonna grow slow. That's why my business grew so fast, okay? So most people think they need to quit their mainstream in order to get more streams and more potential. No, you just need to grow that one, okay? And you need to make sure that your primary income is systemized. Like how the heck are you gonna start something else if you're working 60 hours a week still on your primary income? It's not gonna work. So you have to either systemize it or figure out a way for your primary income to be maintained or else it'll never work, okay? And here's some things to look for, you know, when thinking about adding a new stream of revenue. First off, ideally you want it to be recurring. This is the power of multiple streams is if you have a couple streams that are recurring, hopefully your first stream is recurring first off. But if it's not, if you, you know, hopefully your other ones are recurring. This is why real estate's so good. And I'll go into this a little bit later. You also want to add something that's going to take a limited amount of time. Okay. Again, if you know, your first, uh, your first, uh, income source right now is gushing cash. 
it's time to pull the trigger on something else. And that thing you pull the trigger on is taking 100 hours a week. Like, I guarantee that first stream is going to slowly dissipate, okay? You cannot ignore your first stream of revenue, period. Also, when looking at added streams, you need to ask, is your added stream safe? Is it, is it a safe added stream from something like an economy crash? 2008, 2009, a lot of people lost their freaking jobs. Is that added stream that you added, is it going to be safe through thick and thin? Okay, again, this is why rental properties are so awesome because the market's up right now, right? There's still people renting. When the market crashed, everybody was renting because they lost their freaking house, right? So landlords, they don't, they don't mind a crash. Why? Because they, they have a whole stock of people to pick from to rent their houses. Like People are banging on freaking front doors looking for somewhere to live to rent a house because they can't get financed. They lost their house, their credit shot, right? It's perfect, man. That's why real estate's so awesome. <clears throat> so your first steps in jumping into your first stream, you need to have cash. Again, back to that, that main income. That main income needs to be pushing out a ton of cash. Okay, I'm not talking, you don't need a loan to buy your first rental house. Okay, you need to save money from your main income. That may, you know, you may be making a lot of money in your main income, but you need to be living like you're freaking broke. Why? Because you need that cash to fund your next uh, stream of revenue. Okay, period. You need to sit down with people who have done what you're trying to do. If you want to buy a rental house, a duplex, an apartment complex, if you want to own storage units, if you want to start a new type of business, whatever it is, you need to find somebody that's already done it or is currently doing it and take them out to lunch and learn as much as you can because there's so many things. Like a lot of you guys know I have my real estate license and to think like, like I know the market well because we help people buy and sell houses all the time, but to think about like not being in that space and just one day saying, you know what, I'm ready for my second stream. I'm going to get a rental house. Like it would be foolish of me just to go buy something that I think is good without meeting somebody like a realtor or somebody who has multiple uh, rental properties in your area, right? Because all the little, the little things matter, guys. Like for us, we live 25 minutes south of Flint. I can go buy a house in downtown Flint right now for $5,000. That's in decent shape. I can rent it out for 500 bucks a week or 500 bucks a month and basically pay my house off, get all that money back within the first year, right? But is that a smart investment? You know, so you need to be meeting with people like, do I know anybody who has rental houses in Flint that's buying a bunch of them for 5,000 a pop? Are they making money? Are they actually getting paid by the tenants? Or am I better off going a little bit further south and paying $50,000 for a house that's gonna attract a better tenant? You see what I'm saying? There's a bunch of details, right? And all these things. And so you've gotta go find somebody that's already done what you're trying to do. I talk about this in business all the time. Like, Regardless of what business you're in, if you don't have a business mentor who has done or is doing what you're trying to do, you're making a huge mistake. For me and growing my company, that is the number one thing I give credit for, right? Like that was that's the whole reason my business is where it's at today is because I literally took the systems that other people created and I put them in my business. Now, yes, I made them my own, but that's why my business is where it's at, okay? So I know I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but the idea is go find somebody who's done what you're trying to do 
and mimic what they're doing as long as they're successful, okay? You also need to decide what your goal is. Is this stream to add additional income? Is it to eventually take over your current stream of revenue? Like, do you hate your current stream? Like, is it maybe a nine to five, right? And you're like, dude, I need to own my own business one day or I need to start doing something that can get me out of this nine to five. So if that's the case, is it a stream to, you know, basically eventually one day down the road, take over your, your you know, first stream of revenue? Is it to scratch an itch as far as doing something you're more passionate about? Um, give you an example. Uh, you know, I love to hunt. Maybe I start a side business doing something with hunting. You know, maybe it's hunting videos or something like that. Are you creating it to scratch an itch so you can do something you actually, you know, enjoy doing? What is it? You have got to identify why you want multiple streams of revenue and what you want them to accomplish, right? Like for me, I want real estate because I love that you get paid every single month, right? Now there's headaches in everything you do, including real estate, but like I said earlier, real estate's predictable. You get paid on a recurring basis. You can build your portfolio and eventually retire off it, right? Like I like that. And so I'm a real estate guy, but other people may do it for different reasons. And so you've got to identify why you're doing it, okay? So like some of my favorite additional streams of revenue, um, you know, I just said real estate and in, in for all the reasons why. Uh, but I also, man, I really like side hustle businesses. Like it's okay to have a business that doesn't do a ton of revenue, but is a side hustle business that, that brings you in extra cash, okay? I made a mistake getting in the mindset of recurring revenue to a point where I, at one time, didn't allow myself to do anything except things that were recurring revenue, okay? So in my head, it was a waste of time to do anything if it was a one and done type thing, right? I didn't want to waste my time on it. And for a good reason, right? It's not wrong. But, you know, I do one-on-one coaching now and, uh, you know, I own the marketing company as well. And we do one-off jobs all the time. Sometimes guys only pay for one month of coaching and, you know, that's a one-time deal and I'm trading my, my time for dollars, right? But that's okay because in this stage of my life, I am solely focused on earning dollars and packing them away, right? However you need to earn freaking dollars in this session, in this part of your life, just do it, right? And so I love side hustle businesses. Um, Here's the key to a side hustle business. They can't take too much of your time. They have to have little to no overhead and they need to be able to be ran with zero employees, just you, okay? That is a true side hustle business that brings you in profitable cash. Now, again, if you're brand new, ignore this. You do not need to be thinking about this right now, okay? So I love side hustle businesses. I also like the storage unit uh, game. You know, popping up a couple hundred storage units and renting those out every month, it's essentially real estate. It's a lot more short term on average, right? People don't typically uh, have storage units for years on end unless their house is too small and they need somewhere to put stuff or whatever. But a lot of it's maybe just a couple months or whatever. But regardless, you are renting space that you own and getting paid for it. So I like the storage business game. So real estate, rental properties, flipping houses can be residential or commercial, right? I've got a buddy funny story. My buddy that I'm telling you about whose dad is in real estate, 
he is primarily only in rental houses. Okay, my buddy grew up, didn't go to college. He is primarily in flipping houses. He doesn't like to deal with tenants. Um, you know, he would rather kind of live the the risky life of, can I find a deal I can make money on? And if so, I'll flip it, right? And now he's building new condos and stuff like that and, and making good money on that. But it's all one and dones, right? And so he doesn't have that monthly recurring. He's always looking for that next deal. Both of those are fine. Just two different types of layouts, totally, right? Now, one of my business mentors who actually helped me with the Dirt Hunter, he owns zero residential property. He owns a bunch of commercial property. So office buildings, doctor's offices, stuff like that. He likes that space better. Why? There's less to go wrong. Uh, people are less likely to trash an office rather than a house. Uh, typically, when you get a respectable company in an office space or a doctor or whatever, they're there long term. Um, and it's very profitable, right? And so there's so many different models in real estate and that's what makes it so fun. And you don't have to choose one, you can diversify, right? Uh, for me, I would I would probably wanna be like 70% heavy in rentals and 30% in flips eventually down the road, okay? And that's just kind of my uh, personality, right? Like a little bit of risk, but I also want some, some safety there, okay? And so really kind of closing this out, you know, you have to use the idea of multiple streams of revenue and let it motivate you to grow your primary stream. Like you're allowed to think about it right now. And I'm talking to all the guys out there who are just getting started. Like you have a huge opportunity in front of you. Okay. Huge. Because all you have to do is grow your primary income to a point where it starts gushing cash. Now for us, that was around $400,000 in revenue a year. Okay, until we start to feel like, oh, we're actually starting to make some money. Now, if you've only done like 30,000, don't panic. Like with people's help that have done what you're trying to do, you can get there quick, okay, within a couple of years. So let the idea of multiple streams of revenue motivate you to grow your primary stream. You cannot have multiple streams without one primary stream that's thriving, period. If your primary stream is thriving, start to think in terms of recurring revenue and how that could affect your life. Like, think about this, guys. If you use the cash that you make from your business to go work for you, like, and this is hard, trust me, I get it. Like, Americans, most of us, me, right? Like, I'm a good saver. A lot of people think I'm cheap. But even me, when I have a bunch of money in the bank, right? There's a bunch of money at the end of the year sitting in the business account. Like, naturally, I wanna go spend it on something I want. Like, I, I love cars, I love motorcycles boats, jet skis. I love like all that stuff. Okay. But you have to be disciplined and not look at that money as like, Oh, here's my reward. Like I'm going to go buy myself and reward myself. You have to look at that money almost as like your soldiers and you take that money and you place it somewhere where those things are going to go work for you. And down the road, man, I guarantee you will be so thankful you did it. Okay. Because here's, here's the deal. One day in time, you're either going to want to sell your business. You're going to want to be done with it. Uh, you know, maybe something happens and you can no longer operate it, but you have all these recurring multiple streams of revenue in place. Man, it's just a game changer for everything, not just a quality of life, but it's a safety net 
for you, your family, if you can get to the point where you can have multiple streams and the economy crashes and it freaking wipes out your service company, but you got a couple rental houses or you got a side business that's that's producing producing good cash for you, like you're safe, man. And I'm, I'm not saying any of us are 100% safe, but I'm saying these are the things you got to do to prepare yourself the best you can. Okay, so let's take this for what it is. I know this wasn't like a talk about business, but I want you guys to start thinking long-term. Like, why are you working hard? Okay, I don't want you to work hard forever. You don't have to work hard forever to be successful. Every successful person I know has multiple streams of revenue. Okay, and most of those people own some some sort of real estate. You look at any great person who own, who has a bunch of money, they always own real estate, right? They always have multiple streams. And so if you own a cleaning business, a lawn care business, any type of service company, yes, focus hard and grow the crap out of that business because that is your primary stream and this is what matters most. But I want you to start thinking down the road like, hey, your reward for growing this business and getting it to where you want it to, to be is you're going to have multiple streams gushing cash at you, right? If you can just be, and, and I call this short-minded, like 10 years, 10-year focus, man, your life will be drastically different than it is today. So take that for what it is. I love you guys. Hey, if you are listening to this on iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, you know, we would love to hear from you guys. And by the way, a lot of people are starting to listen to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, if you could share this on social, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want, share it with somebody you know. Maybe you can share it in a Facebook group of people that you think would benefit from it. Um, you know, We're all about helping people in the service industry. If you guys need any help with your marketing, visit my website, serviceindustrymarketer.com. We do a ton of print, AdWords, and Facebook marketing uh, for service companies all over the country. Um, I mean, this month alone, we have printed so many Everydoor direct mail postcards. It's insane. And our quality and pricing is better than anybody in the, in the country. I believe that. So if you have any uh, questions or need help with anything, you can email us at info at serviceindustrymarketer.com. And again, we appreciate you guys listening to this. Until next time, take care.